Ticket Radio Network. Let's go to work, bro. You This is the Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. Here's your host, Kara Ritchie. Hey, gang. How's everybody feeling? It's a bright, shiny Monday, and it is 12 o'clock here on the Workday Red Zone. That means we've got two hours to kill. Still here over the course of the afternoon and uh, hopefully some tolerable radio and topics to bring you in the meantime. Thanks for tuning in with us today on the Ticket Radio Network. So many different places you can find us on your radio dial and then also online at 953theticket.com. You can take us with you on the go. What you do there is you download the TuneIn app and then search for KNEA. If you want to shout out us today, easy enough, the Right Fiber Hotline. My Ritter Communications will be open for a good chunk of today's show. That number is 870-930-3776. And as always, you can shout at us literally and figuratively on social media as well. Facebook.com slash the ticket radio. One place to head on Twitter at Kara underscore Richie is another you can find today's com question by using that hashtag WDRZ. I'm Kara Ritchie. I'll be with you here for a couple of hours. Alex Galbraith joining us as producer, though, for hour one. How are you? Doing pretty good. How about you guys? I, I think everybody's all right. I'll speak for the group. Everybody's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm forced to have it. I was like, who else am I talking to? Yeah, I mean, you no, tell me how you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Let me answer for all 12 people that are listening <laughs> right now. We're all great. We all had super productive weekend. That's watched a lot of good games. Did you yeah. get your patio set up? <laughs> no, I'm gonna guess. <laughs> oh, so much time, so much ibuprofen, so little progress. I I, uh, I hate to hear that. I'm sorry. I uh, look. I, I just I was hoping to hear some good stories of, of some some beer drinking and, and well, you know. So I I bit off more than I can chew with my with my gardening adventures this spring. Which, by the way, when I'm when I'm not doing the sports stuff, I like to be outside. I got a lot of plants. I mm-hmm. I do have a green thumb, um, but I just I just there's just too much. I understand. That's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's yeah. it's like, yeah, it's 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 manual labor and it's getting hot. Yeah. I did accomplish some of the beer drinking though. So. That is yes. that's that's an important thing. Yeah, tried out a new patio beverage over the weekend. There you go. Uh, yeah. There you. That's that's. I mean, hey, Cinco de Mayo is on uh, on Friday. It was you know, get a couple couple drinks there. You know, yeah, fun times all around. Shout yeah. out Salsas who hooked us up with some gift cards yes, on Friday. Yes, so. good times. I hope the our winners were able to go out and enjoy those. Yeah. Over the weekend, uh, let's talk some headlines, and we'll dive into the question of the day and talk about what is on the docket for today's show. Um, over the weekend, hey, the first home run in Cross Jumpers Red Wolf's career was a big one. Jumper at a Grand Slam Sunday at Tomlinson Stadium, Kelfield. To help power Arkansas State baseball to a 12-4 win to avoid a sweep to Old Dominion. Additionally, Braden Hager and Braden Kasky both had three hits afternoons. We'll go over, of course, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday's com- games coming up here, in fact, this hour. Elsewhere, with two weeks left of the season, all of a sudden, six-ranked Arkansas is tied for the SEC lead. The Diamond Hogs swept 
Mississippi State and Starkville over the weekend that closed out that series with an 11-6 to win Sunday afternoon. St. Louis Cardinals, oh my goodness, they got a win. Uh, they were able to halt their eight-game slide and avoid a sweep against Detroit by topping the Tigers 12-6 to on Sunday. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt hit not one, not two, but three homers in the victory. Cardinals now head to the Windy City. It is a three-game set against the Cubs starting at 640 on 95.9 The Wolf. Normally, this would be a uh, date on the schedule where I'd talk a little bit of smack to friend Kate Carlton, but uh, I will not be running my mouth about the Cardinals anytime, anytime in the foreseeable future, probably for the rest of 2023. KavanaughCars.com question today. It is inspired a little bit by, by the Cardinals, but uh, more on that in a moment. Uh, for our question today, look, even the most successful and beloved teams and organizations have slip-ups from time to time, right? Like, there is there is nobody out there, no team, no university, no franchise that has done the perfect thing 100% of the time. Everybody's got a goof somewhere along the way. So, I want to know for today's KavanaughCars.com question, what's that one time your team did something truly stupid? And I look forward to your answers today because literally everybody has one. If you have a team... You have an answer. I am taking inspiration today from the St. Louis Cardinals. I don't know if some of their recent moves will turn out to be, you know, all-time dumb, stupid moves. I I don't know that. We won't know that until we see how the rest of the season plays out and see how some of these different respective parties will go about their their careers and their their business and, and whatnot. But... But they did have some moves over the weekend that I would certainly classify as puzzling. And if you follow the birds, you undoubtedly know what I'm speaking about. If you follow baseball in general, some of the things the Cardinals did over the weekend were questionable enough that they <laughs> they got national recognition. So you probably know what direction that I am uh, that I'm going w- with with this. But of course, if as we look back over the weekend for the Cardinals. Friday was was not really fun as they started that series with Detroit and lost that game 5-4. to four. It was a game where the Cardinals uh, got down early, battled back in the end, and, and just didn't have it. And so that dropped the Cardinals to 0-11 this season in season openers, which is just mind-boggling. Of course, the mind-bogglingness of <laughs> of the season didn't stop then because there was significant news Saturday as I was kind of, you know, scrolling around on Twitter and whatnot as Katie Wu, who covers the team for The Athletic, drops the nugget that the Cardinals are calling up or were calling up catcher Tress Barrera. Which, first off, just that nugget was fascinating. Teams across baseball, typically do not really have a habit of carrying three catchers. That doesn't happen a lot unless you've got, like, some jacked-up schedule where you've somehow magically ended up with, like, three doubleheaders in the span of a week, which doesn't happen in baseball. Or maybe you've got uh, a catcher who's got some kind of nagging injury, but you're not, you don't really want to put him on, on the IL or something. Like, it doesn't happen. Three catchers don't really happen. So that news drops, and you're like, okay, okay, well, maybe maybe somebody's, like, beat up or something, right? Uh, hmm. And then very quickly after that, 
there was the nugget dropped that the Cardinals were going to potentially be moving Wilson Contreras to the outfield and, uh, and DH. Primarily DH, but uh, fired him a couple games to the outfield as well. And then that was a big what the French toast moment for me. Because started looking, and I was like, all right, well, you know, I, I, I didn't follow every single aspect of Wilson Contreras' career as, as a Cub, but I, I'm fairly confident he was, he was behind the dish most of the time. So I went back and looked. And across every single level of baseball that Contreras had ever played, which includes minor league, uh, Dominican winter ball, all of the international leagues that he played in before he came up, all of the different levels of the Cubs minor leagues, and then, of course, his time in the majors as well. All of that totals out to 1,335 games played for Wilson Contreras with a whopping 64 games played in the outfield. So I, I don't know if... They were going to throw him in the outfield to try and retroactively make Matt Adams look like a gold glover or or what exactly the game plan was there. Now, by Sunday, they had kind of corrected course on that and said, oh, okay, you know, maybe not the outfield. We're going to we're going to work more about uh, having him in a DH role and then and then also, you know, just getting him more up to speed on catching this team, which brought to mind about a million more questions, all of which we will go through later this hour, at least as many as we have time for. But again, while this might not be an all-time stupid move, it was certainly a puzzling chain of events that unfolded for St. Louis over the weekend and again actually inspires today's question. Now, no matter who you support, once again, you're, you're going to have an answer for this. But I am, I am fascinated to see what your answers will be. Because so far, it seems like everybody is uh, throwing out an answer for a different team at uh, different levels. So this is going to be a wide variety of answers today, and I really look forward to hearing yours as well. Phone lines will be open again for uh, the bulk of the show, 930-3776. is the number to call today on the Riot Fiber Hotline, really every day. And then also you can weigh in on Twitter, find the hashtag WDRZ. Let's step aside and take our first break. When we come back, we're actually going to talk, you know, a little bit of fun stuff. We'll recap a Red Wolves winner from yesterday. Also check in on where A-State is in those Sunbelt standings. See if there is a path for them to get to the conference tournament in Montgomery. We'll dive into that when we return. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Tara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Mothers are some of the most precious people on earth. Celebrate your mom this Mother's Day by gifting her something special from Posey Peddler. Posey Peddler has everything your mom will love, from gorgeous peyote bouquets, mama tried or she's a saint bouquets, to luxury candles, willow tree figurines, or even a turvis cup filled with delightful flowers. See these and many more specials at PosyPeddler.com. Show mom how much you appreciate her this Mother's Day. Call Posy Peddler today at 932-2231 or PosyPeddler.com. Happy Mother's Day from Posy Peddler. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world Everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And 
so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the High Troll family. Visit careers.hytroll.com. Crack screen on your phone or tablet. Oh! It's going to be okay. It happens. Get it fixed up and protected at Cell Phone Station in Jonesboro. For all screen repairs on your smartphone, tablet, iPad, or Apple Watch, call 203-0993. All iPhone screens replaced in 20 minutes. Oh, yes, just 20 minutes to have it back looking like new. While you're there, check out Cell Phone Station's selection of phone and iPad accessories, shock-resistant and waterproof cases, tempered glass screen protectors, chargers, pop sockets, wallet cases, and slim covers for most phone models. Generic OtterBoxes start at only $25, and they're always buy one, get one free. Come on by. Get your iPhone fixed in just 20 minutes at Cell Phone Station. We buy and sell AT&T, Verizon, and Straight Talk phones, and make sure you ask about our custom engraving and embroidery, all done in 20 20 minutes. Cell phone station in the Highland Shopping Center at the corner of Red Wolf and Highland in Jonesboro near Fuji Steakhouse. Cell phone station, home of the 20 minute iPhone repair. Get your iPhone back glass fixed now at Cell phone station. Go by for details. A new CD special at First National Bank. For a limited time only, 4.50 annual percentage yield for 11 months. Visit fnbank.net slash specials to lock in your rate now. You can also visit any of our 23 locations. That's 4.50 APY for 11 months at the best bank with the best savings anywhere. Offer valid as of April 19, 2023. Penalty for early withdrawal. $1,000 minimum to open. First National Bank is member FDIC equal housing lender. Anywhere, anytime, any season, Poinsett Turf Grass Company grows the very best natural grass you can find anywhere. And they do it right here in Northeast Arkansas. Whether it's Tahoma 31 Bermuda, Palisades Zoysia, Northridge Bermuda, or Tifway 419 Bermuda, Poinsett Turf Grass can provide sod for your home, corporate office, sports field, or an entire golf course. And they harvest all year long. Poinsett Turf Grass, a family-owned company for over 20 years. Call 578-2391 for pickup and delivery. Visit their Facebook page and at PoinsettTurfGrass.com. State football season tickets are on sale now. Make your plans to be at Centennial Bank Stadium for the six biggest Saturdays of the fall, beginning with a home opener against Memphis on September 9th. Don't miss a second of the action with four Upper East Side season tickets for just $149. Call 972-2401 or go to astateredwolves.com slash tickets for more information. Commit to six by getting your Red Wolves football season tickets and we'll see you in the vault with your Wolves up for A-State football. Housing Discrimination. Would you recognize it and report it? These folks did. My landlord said rent will be cheaper if we're friends with benefits. Because I'm legally blind, a landlord questioned whether I'd be capable of maintaining an apartment. Our real estate agent said a different neighborhood with people like us might better suit our family. To learn more about housing discrimination, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. This is your warning. You're entering the Workday Red Zone. No matter what, uh, look, I know I know you love your teams, you support your teams. I know I'm talking to some diehard, passionate sports fans, but at some point in time, your team is screwed up. Your organization has made a mistake. So for our KavanaughCars.com question, 
today. What's that one time your team did something truly, truly stupid? Uh, Reggie is has got a great answer here on social media as he tweets in, uh, Grizzlies drafted Hashim Thabi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, the, the only positive that came out of that is that the next time down the line the Grizzlies had the number two pick in the NBA draft, they did not screw it up. Despite last year's off-the-court shenanigans, John Morant was still a really good pick. It seemed to beat not so much. I asked this question. This is totally a tangent from what we're supposed to be talking about. But I asked this question, uh, I think, like last year on Twitter. It wasn't something we talked about on the show. It was just one of those weekend kind of questions that popped into my head. But I'm going to throw it out there now for no reason whatsoever other than it's Monday and, and apparently the ADHD is kicked in here on, on the show plans. But would you have rather been, or actually, let me rephrase it. What would be worse? Being a, a fan of a team like the Grizzlies that had the opportunity to draft Steph Curry and did not, or being a fan of a team that had the opportunity to draft Patrick Mahomes and did not. Curry was drafted either, was he drafted 7th or ninth? I apologize, that, that slips my mind a little bit. But he was, you know, there were several draft picks made before him. Patty Mahomes, he was a guy that was, Drafted back in, in 2017. And he was uh, a few picks down the line. He was picked 10th. So he had nine teams that picked in front of him. Again, not, not necessarily today's question, but just elaborating. Yeah, you all have some some Grizzlies takes, and we'll continue to read through those. But nine three zero three seven seven six. What is uh, what's that one time your team did something truly stupid? Taking inspiration today from the St. Louis Cardinals, and we'll go over some of the questions that their recent uh, decisions and moves have have brought up, at least for me. But we're gonna we're gonna push that back until the next segment, and then have a long long chat about it in this segment here in a minute. We are going to work in some Arkansas State baseball to the conversation. Uh, they did win one over the weekend. They were able to take the Sunday game by the final of 12-4 to to avoid the sweep against Old Dominion. But, man, Friday's game had some wild twists and turns as A-State lost that one 19-14. And then Saturday, good old pitcher's duel. But Arkansas State on the wrong side of a 3 to nothing final. And we'll go over some more details from those box scores here in just a moment. But got phone lines open. I got a hunch who our next caller is. But let's check in. It's Miss Lisa with us on the Right Fiber Hotline. How are you? Yeah, when I'm on here talking a long time to whoever is answering your phone that particular day, you know it's me because I've got to run everything, tell them what I've heard about this, that, and the other. What I called about, now what was your question of the day first? What is what is that one time your team did something truly stupid? Oh, me. I can... I can name one for you if you're if you're struggling. No, I'm I'm thinking of one. The play and I was sitting there. I think we were playing North because 
people, a lot of people's going to say drop the ball. No, that was miscommunication. That was strictly. And I watched this weekend. They had all the SEC games all over ESPN and the SEC channel. And it seemed like every team did that miscommunication. I'm going to say the time they got the touchdown i think it was north texas we thought the whistle had blown and it had not blown oh i know what play you're talking about yeah yeah and i was screaming at the top of my gut you know i didn't know the guy's mother was three rows down on the end in front of me hello (laughs) that's me every darn time and I got bought out by her, and I, you know, but you know that was you could say, well, that's miscommunication too. But no, you the play's not over the way I understand it now until the referee, umpire, whoever he was, blows the whistle. Yeah, and it was embarrassing to me. It looked like a uh, like Pop Warner or something. I mean, it just looked like. Nobody knew what they were doing, which they didn't because of the coach. See, I was... Uh, what, play, what play were you going to say? Well, I wasn't going to say a play because I think I should have phrased the question in a different way because I was going to go a, a little bit bigger picture and I was actually going to suggest the, the hiring of Chad Morris. Oh, yeah, and I remember, I remember around here on the local radio stations, even ASU fans were like, well, y'all are to look into Chad Morris. He's the next up and comer yeah. and everything. I thought it was a good hire. I did because the I didn't. I okay. didn't. Okay. He was Tara. He was cross-eyed. And I, I was cross-eyed <laughs> as a kid, and it had to be fixed. Okay. He didn't bit more know where the ball was than nothing. Ignorant. That you're right there. That was the worst decision. I'll call that a decision. And um, oh, Hunter, your check told me over here at Paragol. He said, "Now, Lisa, uh, I didn't hire him." I said, "No, but you signed off on it. That people's girl hired hired him." And I said, you signed off on it. Well, I, you know, he started stumbling around. I said, admit it. He said, I admit it. I admit it. I signed off on it. But he said, it didn't take long to get rid of him, did it? I said, no, it did not. When people quit buying (laughs) tickets, you start looking for a reason to get rid of somebody. But anyway, what I called about in the first place Alabama firing their coach didn't hurt nothing. They're two and zero. Did they? They didn't lose. Uh, after, you know, after they did the firing, they won Saturday and they won and they won yesterday. Watch them go on and win the uh, College World Series. Then none of us will know if they should have won it or shouldn't have won it. I mean, it'll be that strange. Yeah. You know, for some, if they make the tournament. I don't know if they make the tournament or not. 
Now, is ASU in the tournament or out of the tournament? They are not mathematically eliminated from the Sunbelt tournament right now, but the path okay. to get the path to get there is is an Everest of an uphill battle. Well, I hope they make it. Me too. I hope they make it, and um, because it's fun, even no matter what you're rated in the tournament. Look at Ole Miss last year, yeah. and. Uh, I, I hope they make it, and I hope both schools do well. Well, I'm going to get off here. I've said enough to incriminate myself, so I'm getting off here. Thanks. Thank you all for taking my call. Thanks, Miss Lisa. Heard of a lot of reasons why people are not big on the Chad Morris hire over the years, but her uh, her reason there was, was a new one for me. By the way, like a question like this, there are also a follow-up maybe uh, later on down the line. What was that one time your team dodged a bullet? Because if you flash back to, you know, the year before Chad Morris was hired at, at Arkansas, of course, he was a, uh, or excuse me, let me flash back. It was even prior to that. Before he was hired at Southern Miss, not Southern Miss, wrong SMU. Why am I so bad at this all of a sudden? Right before, the year before he was hired at SMU, probably because we were talking baseball and then we pivoted back to football. Yeah, yeah. We're just trying I'm just trying to make up reasons for being <laughs> bad at my job right now. The year before he was hired at SMU, if if you all will remember, was also the year that Arkansas State was going through their their head coaching search after Harson had departed for Boise State. And if you go back and you look at the coaching rumors from that coaching carousel, by all accounts, Chad Morris was a finalist for for the Arkansas State job along with Blake Anderson. Now, we all know how that unfolded. But at that point in time, like that that would have been considered if he was immediately walking out the door from Clemson and all the success he had there to be hired at Arkansas State, that would have been universally lauded as a home run hire. Now, it didn't happen. He returned to Clemson that year, ended up departing for SMU the next year. And, of course, we know how his career has gone since. Um, and if you are not aware, then let me just tell you, not well as a head coach. Not well. It just, you know, looking back on that hire, it just didn't make any sense. Like, I get... It know, would have made more sense directly after Clemson than it did after SMU. Because he was he was very mid at SMU yeah, to you, end up in an SEC job. You go from SMU where I think his first year he went 1-11. The second year he went like 5-7. and seven, And then the year after I think he got him to like 6-6, six 7-5. And, six, and, and then left before, before the bowl game. So two of the three. And I get, I get you know, when you go to a program as bad as SMU was, it takes time to rebuild. You're not going to go and immediately start winning championships. Right. But to, to go to take the jump from SMU to the SEC – and at SMU, you, you didn't do anything. You you produced two losing seasons and then one kind of semi-lucky winning season. That's bad. So I, I agree with you. Like, you, you didn't have to worry about that head coaching record. If you, you just hire the offensive coordinator straight out of Clemson, that's that makes more sense because yeah. he did great great stuff at Clemson yeah. as a coordinator. Then, go, oh, as a head coach, you don't have the track record to back it up. And people will point, you know, for all coaches, you'll, you'll point to, oh, but their high school record was good or their recruiting's good. And recruiting's very important. But I don't give – Two flips about what your high school record was because high school football is nowhere near Wildly the level. Different, of, yeah. just, even FCS level football I mean, is drastically different. Take a look at um, you know Kevin Kelly. Ask him how his career went from PA to Presbyterian. How'd that go for him? Well, not, not too high. Give him an incomplete since he didn't finish the season. Well, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Either, or did he finish the season and and 
He may have done one year. I can't. He may have gone one. Full I can't season. remember if he finished the full season at Presbyterian or not. We can we can find out about. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll double check as we go along here again. What's that? Uh, what's that one time your team, your college, athletics leadership, your organization did something truly stupid? It's our KavanaughCars.com question. Let's pivot back to some A-State baseball here for a moment and follow up on, on what we mentioned um, in that phone call with Miss Lisa and, and in terms of where A-State's chances are right now to get to the Sunbelt Tournament. Now, again, A-State did win on Sunday, which was huge because – Really, you had to. It was a 12-4 to final on, on Sunday. So right now, this team remains four games back from the 10 seed. And we'll look at the, the seeding here in a moment. But actually, I don't wanna, I, I want to dive deeper into these games quickly. Although, we do need to hit a break here in a moment. Friday was wild. Maybe you just saw the... If, if all you saw was the final score on Friday. Let me, let me, let me tell you how it unfolded. Uh, Old Dominion struck first, okay? They scored at the top of the first. Good for them. Yay. And then A-State responded by scoring seven runs in the bottom of the first inning. And so you've got a 7-1 to one lead against one of the better teams in the Sun Belt. And at that point in time, you're feeling, you're feeling all right, right? Like, the, like A-State batted around in the first inning. You're thinking, all right, you know, the bats are hot. These baseballs are leaving the park. Let's, let's go. Let's do this. And then... And then ODU scored a run at the top of the second. And then ODU scored five runs in the top of the third. So after three, it was tied. And then ODU went on to score two runs in the the top of the fourth. And then also two runs in the top of the sixth. And then also two runs in the top of the seventh. And then six runs in the top of the eighth. So after A-State led 7-1... The Monarchs then scored 18 runs before A-State got back on the board with a, a Hager granny. So, yeah, that was game one, 1914 there. Game two, uh, for the second week in a row, Kyler Carmack was a tough luck loser. Um, A-State lost that one three to nothing. He pitched He pitched well. He was uh, an inning shy of, of a quality start, but still five innings, eight hits, two runs, one earned, struck out seven, did not walk a batter. But A-State only had two hits that game. So, 3 to nothing loss Saturday. Sunday, 12-4 to was the final score there. First career home run for cross jumper, which is pretty cool. And uh, it was a grand slam. Which, by the way, from this moment on, forever and ever, grand slams on this program will be referred to as Big Bananas. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you should find out. Go watch uh, the A-State Twitter from over the weekend for the call of... Uh, of that homer, that granny by cross jumper. Willow's well on the call. Awesome call. Awesome call. So 12 to 4, the final there. So pulling up the Sunbelt Conference standings today, you know, A State started the weekend in 12th. They finished the weekend also in 12th. Now, they did get a little bit of help in the sense that you had some teams that A State is chasing that got swept. So the gap did not get any wider between the 10 seed and Arkansas State. But, again, the Red Wolves are, are four games back with six games to play. When you look at this, now, one of the teams A-State is, is going to have to leapfrog is South Alabama. The Red Wolves will get a chance as that is who A-State closes out 
the season with. Also, in the meantime, South Alabama has to go to Coastal Carolina. Or, excuse me, they will host Coastal Carolina. CCU's still pretty good. <laughs> As they clock in with an RPI of 11 and a national ranking of 9. So, all right, so South Alabama, maybe, maybe you, can, you can get some help there. You're also going to need to leapfrog Georgia State. Georgia State will close out the season with Old Dominion on the road. ODU is good. ODU can absolutely take that series. But uh, this weekend series, Georgia State facing Georgia Southern at Atlanta, that's, that's going to be pivotal. We are all Eagles. <laughs> this weekend is basically what I'm saying for that one. So that is, that is how that has to unfold. And then, of course, Arkansas State's going to need to win out. So it is, uh, it's, it's going to be a tough situation because the Rettles have put themselves in a situation not only to where you, know, you have to win, but to where you need so much help from everybody else in the belt. But it is what it is. So we'll see how A-State executes. Uh, Red Wolves will play host, actually, Little Rock tomorrow. So looking forward to that at uh, Tomlinson Kell. Old rivalry renewed for that one. One more note on the Sun Belt. Uh, if you want another indication on, on how solid this league is, which, look, I, I know you already know this, but still, Right now, 11 of the league's 14 teams are in the top 105 of RPI. So 11 teams are in the top third of college baseball. Not too shabby. We'll skip over the bottom three teams and we'll go to a break. Uh, we'll dive back into the question of the, uh, of the day and uh, some cardinal talk that we need to get to when we come back. Keep it right here with us on the Workday Red Zone. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. Cattle price is still on the positive side. Hello, I'm Scotty Woodson on the EAB Ag Network with your EAB New Market Report. May corn at 654 and a quarter up one with July corn at 597 and three quarters up one and a quarter. May soybeans at 1467 and a quarter down one and three quarters with July soybeans at 1434 and a quarter down two and a quarter. May wheat at 647 and a quarter up a quarter with July wheat at 655 and a quarter down five. May cotton at 8213 unchanged with July cotton at 8336 down 54. July rice at 1836 and a half up eight with September rice at 1542 down one. Moving on to livestock now, June live cattle at 162.02 and a half up 10, with August live cattle at 159.75 up 25. May feeder cattle at 203.32 and a half up 80, with August feeder cattle at 222.55 up 112 and a half. May lane hogs at 75.82 and a half up 30, with June hogs at 83.77 and a half unchanged. That's your EAB Noon Market Report, and I'm Scotty Woodson. Have a great day. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. 
Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I'm proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. Hey, farmers, WT Equipment in Jonesboro and Pocahontas is open and ready to equip the farmers of Northeast Arkansas. At WT Equipment, we have both new and pre-owned New Holland T9, T8, T7, and T6 tractors available for sale now, ranging from 125 to 620 horsepower. Both new and pre-owned New Holland CR combines also available now. New Holland SP model sprayers ready to roll now. Come see us at WT Equipment in Jonesboro or Pocahontas, or visit our website at WTEquip.com. WT Equipment, let's get it done. Mosquito season is here. I'm Matt Stolton. Let me tell you how Mosquito Joe is helping me take back my outdoors this spring and summer. Mosquito Joe's treatment kills mosquitoes on contact. It's effective for up to two weeks. It's pet and yard friendly, and the first spray is only $49.99. Call 870-340-2626. That's 870-340-2626. Or go to MosquitoJoe.com for more information. Make sure you can enjoy your yard and your outdoors this summer by calling Mosquito Joe. This is your outdoors and your yard, not the mosquitoes. Make outdoors fun again and don't be held captive in your own home. Call Mosquito Joe at 870-340-2626. Again, the first spray is $49.99 and at Mosquito Joe, satisfaction is guaranteed. Do you have a dirty job? Let Stuby Excavation and Rental do your dirty job for you. Stuby does all the excavation work with land clearing, demolition, even ditch digging and drainage work for residential or commercial. They even offer tree trimming, mulching, and brush cutting. You can let Stuby handle all the dirt work, or you can do it yourself with Stuby's full line of rental equipment, offering what you need for any type of job. Skid steers, excavators, lifts, and so much more. You can rent with the best or pay more with the rest. Stuby's Excavation and Rental is open 24-7, 365 days a year for rental equipment. Yes, even overnights and weekends. Call for a free no-obligation estimate and get that project ready to go. 870-243-5262. That's 243-5262. Search Stuby Excavation and Rental on Facebook. Remember, that's Stuby, S-T-U-E-B-E, on Facebook. Shop local with Stuby Excavation. 870-243-5262. That's 243-5262. Remember, you can rent with the best or pay more with the rest. Stuby Excavation and Rental. Turn it up and annoy your coworkers who wear the wrong colors. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Here's Kara Ritchie. is the number to call the Riot Fiber hotline by Ritter Communications. Riot Fiber is an internet provider that's different in all of the right ways. No contracts, no hidden fees, and you get unlimited data. You can check availability for your area at riotfiber.com. Kara and Alex with you in studio. What is that one time? Your team did something truly stupid. Some of you, I feel for some of you today because some of you are fans of organizations that are not known for making good moves. So you're sitting sitting here like trying to think about your one answer to this question when really you've got like eight. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I, so I apologize if today's question is triggering for some of you out there. All I can say is just is just have hope. Like, God forbid, bless your heart if you're an Oakland A's fan today. Because this is like you've got, like you can't call in because we don't have time for it. 
You have a novel of missteps your organization has made. If you are an A's fan, please let us know. We'll put you on the uh, the weekly prayer list because <laughs> you need divine intervention, my friend. Uh, with the Cardinals, again, that's who inspired this question after just some questionable, questionable decisions over the weekend. Which, by the way, there was actual baseball to be played over the weekend in St. Louis. I don't know how many people went to it. But it did occur. And the Cardinals did at least manage to get in the win column at one of those games. And uh, they were able to avoid getting swept. So you got a little bit of positivity there. But we'll talk about that more in a moment. Let's go to the phones and check in with Zach. How are you? Hi, Kara. What's up? What's up? Not much. How are y'all? Good. You? Good deal. I'm not doing all right. It's, it's hot out here. I know that. I've been better. I mean, you know, I'm not ready for this muggy humidity. Are y'all? I mean, it's Arkansas. You just got to gotta get your game face on and, and power through it. Well, yeah, I just got to keep on keeping on, right? Yeah. Yeah. I hate summer. I'm sorry. Aside from sports, I hate summer. I really do. Anywho, uh, what are we talking about today? What was that one time your team did something truly stupid? Really did something truly stupid, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm, I'm trying to think about that for a second here. I mean, what... What's been brought up uh, today? Well, we got a couple Grizzlies answers. You know, one more recently when the Grizzlies uh, drafted Hashim the beat with the second pick overall. Uh, we also have an answer from JP that was Grizzlies when uh, back in the day when they traded the number two pick to the Pistons for Otis Thorpe. Oh, uh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. Thorpe? Yeah. Thorpe? That's ancient. But it was also it was not it was not not smart. Uh, mm. There's a few so there's a few people who've thrown out like different trades and things like that. There are a few people that have thrown out um, over overall organizational decisions. Uh, did we have a chance to get Steph Curry uh, when you're in the draft? Yeah, yeah, the Grizzlies did. Yeah, there were Rudy Gay. Uh, the the no year that mail. Curry was drafted, the same year that the Beat was drafted. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and actually, and I mean, the, the Grizzlies are not alone there. That was back in, I got to double check here. That was back in 2009. So, mm-hmm. Steph was actually the set the number seven pick. So, the teams that really screwed up that year were the Clippers, the Grizzlies, the Thunder, the Kings, the T-Wolves, and... I'll tell you what, yeah. Kara, I'll go local here. How about uh, ASU not going after Austin Reeves? I think that was pretty pretty stupid. It was just... So, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. That's my answer. ASU bypassing Austin Reeves. Well, look, I, I know there's always conflicting reports out there. He had an offer from A-State. Now, was he recruited like he should have been? Well, after he had a good trial with Arkansas, it started generating some buzz. You know, he went and had a trial with Arkansas, and they started saying, well, let's kick us. That's not being a six-foot-five six bean pole. Let's kick and play. You know, I think <laughs> the fact that he was so uh, uh, Slight in size as far as his weight goes, you know, because he was probably about a buck sixty-five, a buck seventy at six-five in high school. Remember how thin he was? Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a slender dude. Yeah, it was during during the Brady, the Brady regime as well. Yes, that was that was the issue. Is that basically A State didn't have a coach to recruit yeah. Reeves, and mm. that was uh, that was the problem. But he was offered yeah. that year. I mean, he was offered prior to his wild. NEA tournament run. Yeah. Wow. Well, I missed the boat on that one. 
I will say. But uh, what do y'all make of this whole Suns uh, and uh, Nuggets situation with the owner of the Suns and Joker? Is he going to get suspended? I don't know, but I mean, you know, if that owner was just some average Joe, he'd probably been getting thrown out. You think? It kind of when Joker went to grab the ball, he ate it away, right? It kind of went off in the stands. Yeah. Popped loose. I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. I just I hope it don't cost Denver the series. I'm 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 ready for Denver in that one. I'm I'm not a fan of KD. The the the, the whole super team. Not a fan of Chris Paul. I hope Chris Paul remains ringless. So, yeah. But uh, I do think L.A., though, L.A.'s now in the driver's seat. You know, I, I hope they can dispatch of uh, the Warriors, you know. I'm with you. How about you? That's, that's, you know, absolutely who I am still rooting for and, and will continue to for however deep their playoff run goes. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. All right, guys, that's all I got. I will uh, catch you later. Okay. See we'll see you. Hey, let's step aside. One more break to take in this noon hour. We'll, we'll dive into it. We'll be back right after this. Nobody crunches the numbers like Kara. Take that for data. The Workday Red Zone on the Ticket Radio Network. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. When you're the son of one of the greatest basketball players of all time, there's going to be immense pressure on you to succeed. That's what makes Ronnie James' journey so interesting. He's the son of four-time NBA champ LeBron James. Due to that connection, Ronnie was heavily criticized early in his career. He was expected to be dominant like his dad, but he wasn't, at least not yet. Fast forward to this year, James has developed into a four-star recruit and now ranked 26th overall in his class. He dropped 15 points in the McDonald's All-American game and, as of this weekend, officially committed to play at USC. Whenever you're dealing with an 18-year-old, you can never be too certain how they will develop. So it's hard to say how Bronny will transition into college. But after a very public childhood with plenty of expectations, it's nice to see Bronny James succeed on his own. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant or cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard. That's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. You know our partners, TireRack.com, you know, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, tire decision guy. They test the tires. They've got their own test track where they push tires to the limit. Yeah, those guys. You want a quiet tire with great traction, comfortable ride. Use their results to make an informed choice. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. See for yourself. TireRack.com, the way tire buying Join NEA Baptist as they celebrate National Nurses Week. Nurses make up the largest single segment of the healthcare industry. And through their compassion, empathy, and selflessness, they make us better every day. So take a moment and thank a nurse today. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. When you bank at First Security, you're choosing better for yourself and fellow Arkansans. Better service from friendly professionals who really invest in your goals. Better solutions with convenient tools and smart resources. And better support for the things that matter to you, as well as the communities that matter to us all. 
Because finding your better at first security makes Arkansas better too. First Security. Bank better. Member FDIC. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. You're going to be a wonderful mom. And I can't wait to be a grandpa. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. I struggled to connect with almost everyone and preferred being alone. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. In fact, I called Jim first with the news about my granddaughter, Lizzie. Hey, Jim, I'm going to be a grandfather. Congratulations, Dave. Hey, let's get together and celebrate. Well, as long as you're not grilling. My pride was my arm. Armor, but I didn't know it then. I couldn't put it in the words. I was sad, was scared, I felt alone. I didn't know how to reach out, so I hid behind anger and silence. But then I decided to listen to Jim and I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. City streets or small towns, everyone deserves a clean, green community. We are Keep America Beautiful, the nonprofit working to end littering, improve recycling, and beautify communities. Let's do beautiful things. Visit kab.org. Um, hello? Be part of the conversation on the Workday Red Zone. Phone lines open now, 930-3776. Hey, welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. Just a couple of minutes left in this noon hour. 9303-776, the number to call if you can talk fast. we still got an hour to go. We'll uh, touch a lot more heavily on the, the Cardinals in, in the second hour. I keep saying we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. I got like a 15-minute long rant to get into <laughs> some of the decisions from St. Louis over the weekend. So I don't want to start it and stop it and start it and stop it. Just uh, a lot of thoughts. A lot of thoughts. A lot of questions about the organization's decision to pretty much bench Wilson Contreras as the catcher and find other roles for him. I'm curious what kind of reception he's going to get tonight. I have not seen, I also have not looked, but I have not seen starting lineups yet for tonight's Cardinals game at Wrigley Field. But I wonder how Contreras is going to be treated if if he's in the lineup. There, there will be boos. Of course there will be. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't take too kindly when uh, Jim Edmonds showed up in a Cubs uniform after his time with the Cardinals. So uh, I'm going to imagine the Cubs faithful, rightfully, there's going to be some uh, some aggravations, frustration there. But then you would think there might be a couple of claps along the way, maybe. Typically, I would think that Contreras would get a good response because usually when these two teams match up, there's a good smattering of of the opposition's fans that are there, right? Like typically any other year with this series being played at, at Wrigley Field to start out with and also with there just being fewer series between the two teams, you would feel like there'd be a boatload of Cardinals fans there. But the Cardinals fans aren't going to their own games right now. So they're at Bush Stadium. So I don't know how many Cardinal fans are going to be there tonight. (laughs) I'm not even watching this team right now. Let alone paying money on a road trip to go see them somewhere. 
be interesting in how the attendance continues to look there at Bush Stadium over the next few weeks. Yeah, it's been just really painful to watch. And you know what's sad is like the other day, I think it was game two against the Tigers. I was watching it, or I wasn't watching, I was keeping track of it. Cardinals were up like, I don't know, four three, five three, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like bottom of the seventh. I was like, they're gonna blow it. Yeah. Like like it's sad that you know that inevitably they're probably going to blow the lead and lose the game. Like you, you just don't even have the confidence anymore. You get into a defeatist mindset, right? And that's that's fine for it. It happens with all fans, but it is you. You wonder if that defeatist mindset, at least prior to Sunday, it made its way into the clubhouse and the locker room. Yeah, and and that's when it when it gets bad. Right now, you know, we're still not seeing. You see it when you turn on the games. Um, certainly you see it as a, as a fan where you look and you see all of those empty green seats behind the plate when you see uh, a home run and there's all those empty seats in the bleachers. Yeah. But in terms of reported attendance right now, it it hasn't tanked too much. Well, that's good, I guess, if they're reporting yeah. accurately. You know? Yeah, see, that's, a, that's, that's, that's the if. Is that tickets sold? Is that people at the gates? Right. Uh, because there were, there were 45. Well, excuse me, 44-5 there yesterday. Now, there were not a lot of people there Friday and Saturday. In fact, I would wager that Friday night's attendance was, was some of the lotus, lowest attendance that has been reported at Bush Stadium in a minute when only 36,359 yeah. made it through the turnstiles. Yeah, it's just a bad, it's a bad look. It's a bad—I yeah. mean, everybody has a down year, but I think, you know, we've talked about it before, I think the expectation heading into the season was, yeah. was pretty high considering all the talent that the Cardinals had. And uh, I, obviously last year's ending was very disappointing, losing to the Phillies, but— I still think this was a, a you know relatively weak division. People thought the yeah. Cardinals were the team to beat in the Central, and and here we are, what last dead last in oh, the division. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's pretty brutal. Uh, I haven't checked the overall standings today, but I mean, this is a team that went into the the weekend with the worst record in the National League. Yeah, it's worse than just being in the cellar of the Central. I mean, you're in the cellar of of the entire league. I feel like for so many years the Cardinals have been bailed out for with with like Cardinals devil magic. Right and like the, the devil has come to collect, and it is it is uh, it's a big pile of yikes so far. Alex, I want to hear your answer to today's KavanaughCars.com question before before you get out of here. What's that one time your team just did something stupid? Stupid. I so so many. I feel like from all my all my teams, but one that stands out in my mind is uh, I was at the 2011 Sugar Bowl between Arkansas and Ohio State, and. Arkansas came all the way back, blocked the punt against Ohio State with like under two minutes left. Mm-hmm. And if Arkansas had just scooped up the ball and score, and scoop, I mean, there's no one around to scoop it and score, we, they win the game, no doubt. But they fell on it and threw a pick two two plays later and lost the game. So that's like one of those biggest like what if moments. Yeah. And like being there, I mean, I was like like 11. So like, but being there, like how loud that place got was so exciting. And even when they blocked the punt, felt you're like, oh, we're gonna win, we're gonna win, it's over, we're down five. We got a minute and a half on the like, twenty. We got it. And instead, they just yeah. It was it was heartbreaking. The ride home from New Orleans was very very quiet. Oh man, it was pretty brutal. So I would say that. And then if you go from an NFL standpoint, the Patriots just having years and years of, of very poor drafts and you know not getting talent, <laughs> wide receiver especially <laughs> this year. Uh, it's very frustrating. Amazing how many flaws a Hall of Fame quarterback can cover up. Right. Until honestly. he's gone, and then you're like, oh, no. It's like, God, we miss him. Please come back. <laughs> I'd, take, I'd take a 45-year-old Brady right now than, than Mac Jones, but oh, well. So it goes. Amazing how many flaws a Hall of Fame catcher can, can cover up as well. Very and true. <laughs> we're going to dive into that uh, quite a bit more as we kick off the second hour. But we got to step aside. we got to bid farewell to Alex. 
see you guys tomorrow. And uh, we'll be back for another hour of the Workday Red Zone right after this. You're on the Ticket Radio Network. This is Will Oswald with your Monday Ticket Radio Network Sports Update brought to you by Plans to Tire Service. Arkansas State Baseball snapping a six-game losing skid yesterday with a big 12-4 win in the series finale over Old Dominion. Cross jumper with his first collegiate homer. It was an eighth inning grand slam to cap off a six-run frame. Brandon Hager and Braden Kasky with three hits each. And Alan Greer hit a two-run sacrifice fly in the win. It's the Red Bulls and UALR tomorrow at Tomlinson Stadium, Kell Field. Arkansas back on top of the SEC West standings and tied for the overall lead with Vanderbilt after sweeping Mississippi State over the weekend, capping it off with an 11-6 win yesterday at Duty Noble Field in Starkville. The Cardinals broke an eight-game losing skid yesterday at Bush in the series finale against Detroit. Three long home runs from Paul Goldschmidt, and a go-ahead three-run shot from Brendan Donovan gave the Cardinals a 12-6 win over the Tigers. It's the Cardinals and Cubs at Wrigley in the first of three this evening. Pre-game coverage at 545, first pitch 640 on 95.9 The Wolf. Four tires in one hour, guaranteed at plants and tire service, and that's the latest from the Ticket Radio Network. It's Mother's Day week, and nothing shows your appreciation for mom quite like a gift from Bennett's Flowers. Fresh flowers, blooming plants, and container gardens. A gift that will last and perfect to put at mom's front door. If you're in a hurry, you can find fresh Bennett's Flowers at the Truck Patch on Southwest Drive and Gigi's Cupcakes on Red Wolf Boulevard. And for custom orders and delivery, call 203-9824. Come by Bennett's Home Studio, 1350 Medallion Drive in Jonesboro. Visit Bennett's Flowers on Facebook and Bennett'sFlowers.com. Bennett's Flowers, your friendly neighborhood floor. Don't compromise on style to get great deals. Head to Gamble Home today and save 30% on Swank Furniture. Stressless chairs are just $9.99 and up to $1,000 off adjustable mattresses and 25% off the entire Bassett showroom. When you shop with Gamble, you'll not only save big, but you'll also be supporting the Center for Good Grief's Tuga Project. It's a win-win. Gamble Home in the Farville Curve and on Highland in the Uptown in Jonesboro. Gamble Home. Shop local. Give local. So if you're ready to lose weight and you're sick and tired of trying fad diets or choking down bars and shakes, you got to think about Elite Total Health. Because y'all, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 5,000 pounds and counting. See, it's real. It's proven to work. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss. And it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan that fits your life and your goals. Because we're all different. So by now, you've probably heard about semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. And semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that can help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has multiple weight loss medication options available, including semaglutide. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. A home is the most important investment you can make for your family. That's why choosing a lending partner you can trust makes all the difference in the home buying process. For more than 75 years, Farmers and Merchants Bank has helped Arkansas families purchase homes, build businesses, and invest in their future. Our dedicated team of lenders has the knowledge and experience to ensure you get the loan option and terms that work best for your family. 
Visit our friendly lending staff in Pocahontas at One Bank Plaza or in Jonesboro at 400 East Highland Drive. Farmers and Merchants Bank, member FDIC and equal housing lender. Now at Placid Tire Service, save $70 instantly on a set of eligible in-stock Kumo SUV or all-terrain tires. During the Placid Tire Service Memorial Day sale, save instantly on these in-stock SUV or all-terrain tires. And give your wallet a break with a Placid Tire Service credit card or our no-credit-needed financing options. The biggest selection, the best service, and the lowest price. That's Placid Tire Service. Save $70 instantly on eligible Kumo SUV and all-terrain tires. Exclusively at Placid Tire Service. This is KNEA K237FI 953 and K245CW 969 Jonesboro and KBRI Clarendon, the Ticket Radio Network. Half time's over and we're getting back to work. Hour two of the Workday Red Zone begins now. Here's Kara Ritchie. back to the Workday Red Zone. It's 1 o'clock, so that means there's one hour in the rear view of today's Workday Red Zone and one more ahead. Which is good. We've still got a lot to dive into that we didn't tackle in our number one. The KavanaughCars.com question. Once at one time, your team did something really, really actually stupid. Because even the most successful organizations, franchises, teams, programs, even the most successful have slip-ups from time to time. So today is your time to Sound off. Want to welcome in Ryan James to the program as he'll be producing for us in the second hour. Weekend all right? Yep. Went well. It's Monday now. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> yeah, favorite like, day. Uh, you know, it's, it's Monday now. Yeah. But, yeah, good weekend. So You know what? I think May will be all right, though. We're going to yeah. have uh, a lot of baseball still um, here and, of course, on, on the Wolf as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, the next thing you know, we'll blink. It'll be Memorial Day. Of course, we'll be out of here way early heads up on, on that day. Then yep. it'll be June. All right. So maybe June gets a little, you know, slower yeah. in terms of news content. It's excessively we, hotter outside by that point. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> just a little kind of tired and cranky. But yeah. but next thing you know, we'll blink. It'll be August. It'll be time for right football to, to report. Yeah. 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 So <clears throat> it's just done. Uh, that's the way it goes. That is the way it goes. We are getting, you know, a little sample today and, and over the weekend as well as of, of what we can look forward to though weather-wise in july and august yeah, so that's right uh, maybe we'll get back to some 70s before too long we'll see we'll see how that goes um, again the kavanaughcars.com question that you can weigh in on on the right fiber hotline at 870-930-3776 what's that one time your team did something really stupid and I uh, said this at the beginning of the program, but we'll reiterate. Kind of inspired today by by the St. Louis Cardinals and their head-scratching moves over the weekend, which right now it's it's certainly too early to say, oh, you know, moving Wilson Contreras to, to DH was an all-time stupid idea. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know how this season's going to pan out. But again, I just, every single tweet that seemed like it came out or every single news update that I saw on Saturday and Sunday that had Wilson Contreras' name in it, it just went from like, it was like, what the heck? What the French toast? What the actual French toast? Like everything that came out was just more and more puzzling as to how everything was unfolded and and what in the world this organization was, was doing. 
again, to, to flash back to Saturday, the first news item that we saw, which was reported by Kenny Wood of The Athletic and then, you know, Derek Gold of the Post-Dispatch and all the Cardinals beat writers, was that was that the Cardinals were calling up Tres Barrera. So, okay, three catchers on your roster, which doesn't really make sense unless somebody is, like, hurt or ailing or something. And it was like, all right, what 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 is this? And then shortly after that, you see the news that the Cardinals would be trying to work Wilson Contreras into their outfield mixture, which was just a head-scratcher and, and then some. I went and looked at Contreras' stats again when you look at every single level of baseball that he has played at, going all the way back to, to rookie ball and the Dominican Winter Leagues and Arizona Fall, all the leagues, all the leagues. Contreras had played in 1,335 games, and only 64 of those games were played in the outfield. So I think the Cardinals realized pretty quick, oh, wait, maybe maybe he's not an outfielder. So they backpedaled off that on Sunday and said, all right, more more of a DH role, more of a DH role here. But but, but just all of, of the questions. And I want to back up and, and flash, like, all the way back to last year because I I am curious, what was the overall – organizational game plan on how to move on from Yadier Molina. Because it's not like the franchise didn't know this was coming. In fact, how can you have not known this was coming for multiple years? Catchers do not live forever. They do not catch forever. They all have a short life. Yadier Molina doesn't even have any knees left. They knew that this was going to happen. And even five years ago, the writing was on the wall that his career was closer to the end than the beginning. So how do you not have a plan in place to 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 move on from a Hall of Fame catcher? How do you bungle that so badly? What was going to be the bridge from Kissel and Ricketts and Molina to the now present day overall catching game plan? The Cardinals went out in the offseason and they said, you know what, we're going to pivot to a more offensive catcher. Okay, great. That's, that's, that's fine. There's not another Yadier Molina out there. That's clear. But once you make that decision... How do you give someone an almost $90 million contract and not do your due diligence to make sure they can catch? If you wanted a DH, why didn't you go out and sign Carlos Santana? It would have saved you almost $82 million. Six weeks in, and this organization was like, oh bleep, this dude cannot handle a pitching staff. Contreras was with Chicago for seven years. Could you not find a single former Cubs pitcher or staffer to weigh in on his ability to call games and to handle other aspects of catching. Could you not go back and watch the almost 100 games Contreras appeared in against the Cardinals to get a handle on how he operates? Was there just was there no data out there that you could find before you gave someone $87.5 million? So that's the first round of questions that popped through my head. As we continue, the next thing that I was wondering about was, all right, so you signed Contreras. Okay, cool, great. What was done or not done in spring training to adjust to the Contreras era? Remember, Contreras did not go to the World Baseball Classic. 
because he wanted to get more familiar with the pitching staff that was assembled in St. Louis. Now, I know that, you know, Mike Liss went to the World Baseball Classic, Wayno, uh, Gallego, some other pitchers in the organization went to the WBC, so he couldn't get 100% on board with 100% of the pitching staff. But there was a lot of it left behind. And what was done? What was the game plan in spring to try and get everybody on the same page? By the way, are we even sure that Contreras is terrible? Now, I know defense was never necessarily his hallmark, but but is he actually a terrible? What if he is just different? Not every organization in baseball goes about things like the cardinal way. He was going to be different. Anybody you brought in was going to be different. Why? Why was that not fixed? If not fixed, what, why was there not more done in spring training? Then, my next train of thought, as we continue along here with all the thoughts that exploded in my head over the weekend, why now is this organization so willing to throw Contreras under the bus? Because they are. They really are. They are not so suddenly pointing the finger at Contreras for the pitching woes here as if Steven Matz or Jake Woodford were ever ace material to begin with. Everybody, every any preseason article that you could read anywhere about the St. Louis Cardinals pretty much picked them to win the division, but also said that the pitching is shaky. The rotation is questionable. They did not go out and pursue an ace in the offseason. That was always the biggest mark on this team and guess what now you've got a pitching staff that struggles and you're trying to pin it on your catcher John Mazalek said yesterday quote what I don't want to have happen is a finger point this is all Wilson Contreras's fault it's not John Mazalek said as he clearly and bluntly pointed all the fingers at Wilson Contreras it was an organizational decision to not go out and improve the pitching, and then also to bring in a catcher that was not known for his defense or his management of pitchers. And now you want to, that, that was an organizational decision, and now you're trying to blame the catcher. Remember talking about, there was a metric we talked about either on Thursday or Friday last week called the stuff metric that basically it, it is completely pitcher independent. It does not calculate any of the <laughs> it does not calculate uh any of of I just I'm so wound up I'm losing my train of thought in the middle of a sentence but what it does is it just purely evaluates a pitcher's stuff it evaluates their repertoire it looks at velocity changes in velocity release point horizontal movement vertical movement these are all things that are 100% dependent upon the pitcher not who's calling the game not anything else to go along with it Cardinals rank 24th out of 30 teams in the stuff metric. They don't have good stuff. This is not a good pitching staff. And it was not built to be a good pitching staff. I'm also curious today now, how is Contreras handling this? Because I would be, if, if I was in his shoes, I would be on the phone nonstop with my agent saying, get me out of here. Now, there's not a clear solution to get Wilson Contreras out of there because the the Cardinals have tanked his trade value. They're going out and publicly saying, hey, this dude can't catch. (laughs) 
So who's going to want to pick him up? There's just, I'm just so frustrated with this organization right now. This is just kind of a string of just, of just moves that, that you just question over, over and over. You know, you look at some of the talent that's been traded away over the past few years. You look at some of the decisions on, on coaching staff, on managers, you know, running off Mike Schilt, having issues to where you couldn't see eye to eye with Mike Maddox. You embraced the, you know, Jeff Albert mantra only to, to run him off as well. You've got all of these. You've got former minor leaguers publicly saying that, hey, this organization does not have a clear plan on its pitching. You've, you've, I, I don't know what's going on. And all of a sudden, all of, a whole bunch of questionable moves are all kind of coming due at, at the same time. And it, it is a it is a mess. I still think this team can improve, but overall, you know, you're you are who you, your record says you are. And even with that one win over the weekend weekend against Detroit, this is a very bad team. It's an eleven and twenty four team. I, I'm going to pretend here that what the Cardinals are doing right now is just some some long term plan to cement. Yadier Molina's case for the Hall of Fame. Because if you lose if you lose one guy and your organization just falls apart like this, how crucial was that one guy? Where is Yadi, by the way? Like right right now. Right now. How how quickly can this organization get him on a plane to Chicago? Can that happen yesterday? Seriously, what is he doing? Find him. He needs to at least be brought in to consult. I don't expect any significant changes made because this organization and owner Bill DeWitt seems pot committed to its leadership. And by its leadership, I mean director of uh, or president of baseball operations, John Mazalak, and into Ollie Marmol as well. And I would expect that to continue to be the case until attendance plummets. We talked a little about the Cardinals' attendance in, in the previous segment, you know, 33, 35,000, maybe it was 36,000, on Friday night against Detroit. And the fan base is not happy right now. Not that I'm going to sit here and say that this entire fan base, which is made up of a very diverse population, I'm not going to sit here and say everybody echoes my thoughts, but I know a few of you do. And this decision to just throw Contreras under the bus, no matter how this organization, no matter how Ollie Marmol, no matter how John Mazelik is trying to word it, that decision to just throw him under the bus is not playing well right now. Because you cannot convince me for a single second that that's not what this leadership is trying to do. I don't know what the answer is. You've already <laughs> you've already bailed on your new franchise catcher. Your pitching's just not going to magically get any better. Steven Matz is not a good pitcher. He's just not. Adam Wainwright is 41. Flair hasn't been right since he first got hurt. I mean, there's not some kind of ray of optimism 
out there. Something that you can look at on the horizon and think, ah, that'll fix it. There's not some young phenom tearing it up in the minors. Because that was Jordan Walker and he's already been in the majors and, and got sent down. I don't know what's going on with Matthew Libertor. I, I, don't, I don't know. There just appears to be no plan to get better. So instead, just, you know, move a catcher into the outfield. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Move a catcher to DH and just see how it goes. Cardinals and Cubs are back at it tonight. Uh, that's going to be airing on 95.9. The Wolf 640 is going to be your first pitch start time. Miles Michaelis has at least pitched better in his last couple of performances than he did out of the gate. In fact, uh, five and two-thirds last time out, although he did give up quite a few hits against the Angels, had too many guys on base, but just three earned runs. And then, of course, the game before that was against San Francisco when he turned in his first and only quality start of the season. So he's been trending a little bit more in a positive direction. Of course, the Cubs are going to counter with Marcus Stroman, who is significantly better than anybody on the Cardinals' rotation right now. And I would also expect, for no good reason whatsoever, uh, Patrick Wisdom to have a monster series just because he used to be in the Cardinals organization. And what are we seeing right now across Major League Baseball? Just a ton. A ton of players who used to be with St. Louis go out and thrive. So yeah, look for him to go yard a couple times over the next few days. That is my bold prediction for Cards and Cubs. Again, 640. Your pregame coverage starts tonight at 545 on 95.9 The Wolf. I need a sip of water <laughs> to take a break. We'll have phone lines open during the break at 9303776. We'll be back right after this on The Ticket. Enter the Workday Red Zone. Weekdays noon to 2 on The Ticket Radio Network. If your office or home is in need of furniture with excellent functions in every aspect, check out David Martin Office Interiors. Get office concepts for any type of business. Cubicles, desks, seating, design layout, space planning, and more. David Martin Office Interiors is also a full-service hot dealer. Whether you're a startup or an established company, David Martin Office Interiors has everything you need to help you cross the finish line. Located next to Jonesboro Gymnastics Academy, call them at 972-0180 or online at dmi-office.com. David Martin Office Interiors, trusted since 1975. Have you noticed all the Harris Ford stickers on the back of all the vehicles in Northeast Arkansas? There's a reason for that. Hello there. This is Tara from Harris Ford in Newport. You see all those Harris Ford stickers because for years, your neighbors have been coming to Harris Ford in Newport for the ride they want at a price they can afford. If you have not shopped with us at Harris Ford and are in the market for a new or used unit, please give us the opportunity to put you in one you want and can afford and has a Harris Ford sticker on the back. Come visit with us at Harris Ford, exit 85 in Newport. Jim's Pawn Shop in Jonesboro wants to help you with your stress about paying bills by giving you top dollar for all of your gold and silver jewelry or coins. Deal with local people who will be there for you this week and the next. Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland has been in business for over 25 years and is known for the best loan terms in the area. Jim's will give you money on almost anything of value. You'll find a large selection of items at price to help your budget. Diamonds, musical instruments, video games, hunting gear, electronics, Inventory changes daily. Visit Jim's Pawn Shop at 3711 East Highland in Jonesboro. Voted best to the best six years in a row. So if you're ready to lose weight and you're sick and tired of trying fad diets or choking down bars and shakes, you got to think about Elite 
Total Health. Because y'all, Elite Total Health has helped patients lose over 5,000 pounds and counting. See, it's real. It's proven to work. Elite Total Health is medication-assisted weight loss. And it's delivered by a team that customizes a plan that fits your life and your goals. Because we're all different. So by now, you've probably heard about semaglutide. The celebrities and the influencers, they're all talking about it. And semaglutide can lead to dramatic weight loss. And Elite Total Health has a trusted medical team in place that can help you lose weight in a safe and effective way. Elite Total Health has multiple weight loss medication options available, including semaglutide. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 until 6. You can call 870-206-8250. Go see them at 2203 East Nettleton in Jonesboro, right next door to Elite Men's Health and Rob Taylor State Farm. Get started on your weight loss journey today with Elite Total Health. Find out more on Facebook when you search Elite Total Health Jonesboro. My daughter is Marina. Marina has a rare form of children's eye cancer, retinoblastoma. Her doctor sent us to a specialist, and then the specialist sent us to St. Jude. Within the first couple weeks of us getting here, I was just so scared. Like, I think the reality just hit me, and it kind of hit me all at once. I had started to cry, and her doctor came in, Dr. Brennan came in, and just didn't even say anything, sat down beside me, and, like, hugged me and held me while I, like, was literally sobbing. And she just said, it's going to be okay. We don't have to worry anymore. The treatment worked, and we've saved her eye. This place has been such a blessing for us. There's no way we could have paid for treatment back home if we had to. We can come here, and we can just solely focus on taking care of her and helping her heal. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo GOAT G-O-A-T Acronym Stands for Greatest of All Time As in Spaghetti Sandwiches for Dinner They're my fave Dad You're the GOAT You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt US Kids and the Ad Council on paper, it's the best sports show around. Back to the Workday Red Zone. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone. I took plenty of deep breaths during the break. Counted to 10, counted to 20, counted to 50. I think I'm all right. 9303-776. And over to call the Riot Fiber Hotline. By Ritter Communications. What's the one time your team did something really and truly stupid? That's our KavanaughCards.com question. You all have some great feedback on Twitter that we'll get to in a moment. At Kara underscore Richie is where you can weigh in there. But I do want to say congratulations to all of the Red Wolves and so many others who graduated over the weekend. Awesome, awesome accomplishment of course, several um, student-athletes graduating over the weekend. So I tweet here just a little bit ago from Malcolm Farrington, and congratulations to him. He graduated this weekend with a bachelor's degree in engineering technology from the College of Engineering and Computer Science. He's going to start an MBA program in the fall. So good for him and all of the other graduates from the weekend. 9303-776, the number to call. I'll tell you what, let's dive into some of your answers on the question of the day here. Well, we've got a couple of minutes. Oh, I did <laughs> I did uh, pick up the Instagram for just a second during the break and scroll through a reel or two and did happen to see a, a video from 
a fan who was at the Oakland Coliseum over the weekend and sat in a chair to watch the game and the chair just like broke, just gave out. So I guess, you know, at least the Cardinals are still better than that team. So got that. Got that going for them. Fun times. Uh, let's look here. John says his Giants traded Joe Nathan and Francisco Liriano for A.J. Przinsky. Still unforgivable and bad. Also, uh, that contract they gave to Barry Zito is high up there as well. But, you know, he did have a good 2012 postseason. Giants won the World Series that year, did they not? Didn't they go through, was it 12-14 was it and 16? The Giants were series winners. I know they had that stretch where they where they only won in, in even years. Chris says uh, his team drafted a punter in the fourth round instead of Russell Wilson. Really sure that's really sure he's a Jaguars fan. He is a Jaguars fan. Had to think about it a moment. Is that is uh, Chris Hutchinson of Region Eight Sports? Some other answers from Van. He said his team not drafting. Dan Marino was a huge one. And in a different sport, trading Moses Malone for Jeff Ruland. Only played 29 games in the remainder of his career. Continuing here, Glenn's team traded for Herschel Walker. Back in the day. Vikings fan there. Uh, Ark State fan. Says keeping coaches past their expiration date. Bob says letting a fly ball fly fall between three players that would have won you a natty. And Jarrett says tried to make the catcher they just signed to a five-year, eighty-seven million dollar deal, a designated hitter. What's fascinating is that none of these actually mentioned the specific team, but yet everybody listening knows exactly what team you're talking about when you throw these out there. Let's go to the right fiber hotline and check in with D Money. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. How are you today? Hey, doing good. Thank you for the phone call. Okay, worst trade ever made. That One of my teams, I watch the NFL, but not real intently, but it's the Saints. The entire draft for Ricky Williams, how did they not know that the issues and B was puffing on the Chiba like it was going out of style? I, I have no answer for you. I'm sorry. But that, that that had to be about the most bonehead move that they ever pulled off. And they pulled off a bunch. But that was about the biggest bonehead move of the bunch. Because, I mean, he was a good talent. He just couldn't lay off the reefer. Yeah. I I, I went back and, and double-checked because I forgot what all went went into into that trade. But it was between the Saints and, and the then Redskins. And, yep. so, and so the Saints traded every pick. They had yeah. in the draft, plus two of the three picks in the next draft for basically the, the fifth overall pick, so for the, the right to select Williams. Yep. That's... Absolutely had to be about the stupidest trades ever. The, the, the running joke in the world at the time was Tom Benson was trying to save money on, the, on cap space. He didn't want to pay anybody but one guy. One, two, three, four, five, six. That turned into eight picks. Yep. And with Again, that, you're and just with like, pick, I know this. <laughs> yeah, and with the pick, with that pick, uh, that one of the picks that they got, they, uh, the Redskins drafted 
Chris Samuels from Alabama who wound up becoming a Hall of Fame left tackle. Yeah. Saints could have used that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. The 1999 12th pick overall was one. Yep. So I'm kind of just scrolling through and seeing some of the guys that they could have picked instead. And it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, you, you already know this information. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was a legendarily stupid move um, facilitated by, uh, uh, I can't remember who was the GM at the time, and then also uh, Mike Dicka. That was his uh, claim to fame in New Orleans. Yep. Uh, yeah. It was basically, Ditka was like completely enamored with, with Williams. He was really, really big on that trade. And it was Bill um, Kuharik. I'm oh, yeah, mispro- that's right. Yeah, Kuharik. Okay. I was about to say, I might be mispronouncing that a little bit. I'm not up to speed with my, my Saints, Saints management. But, yeah. Yeah, and he, uh, he when they were interviewing him, he had on a Ricky William dreadlock wig and they said well what are y'all gonna do you got a draft pick he goes well i'm headed to the golf course see you later and walked off and later appeared on the cover of sports illustrated with ricky williams in a wedding dress and uh mike dick in a tux it was pretty revolting all the way around for better or worse it was yeah richer or poor yeah <laughs> it, it went worse <laughs> i think it's fair to say it definitely went worse yeah it was uh like I said, just uh, not the smoothest, smartest pick that they could have possibly pulled off. But it's the Saints, and, uh, well, they do stupid stuff. So, you know, I mean, we, uh, we learn to live with it. I grew up in the age of the bagheads. I uh, finally remember the 1-15 season. Yes, I do. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great year for the Saints. I can't remember what year it was. You could probably tell me, D-Money. And, and this was before I watched a, a lot of NFL and it was it was the last game of the regular season, and I can't remember if you know the the Saints had finally gotten okay, and they were they were close to. I, I can't remember what exactly they were playing for. If they were trying to make it to the playoffs, or they were trying to avoid the seller, or something like that. But there was something that was actually somewhat significant that was in play. And so you get to the final game of the regular season, and the Saints are trailing by seven, and it's the last play. And the Saints have the ball, and they pull off all of these different laterals. They manage to get down the field. They get into the end zone. They score the touchdown. They're a point down. They miss the extra point. The Jacksonville Jaguars. I called it. I was living in Laplace, Louisiana at the time, recovering from shoulder surgery. My brother-in-law was to my right. My wife was on to my left, and they scored, got the touchdown, and I said, now watch, they're going to miss the extra point. And sure enough, they missed the extra point that went wide right. <clears throat> Bobby Bowden's favorite two words, yes, they did it. It was the Jacksonville Jaguars. It would have put them into a tie for a wild card spot. And I cannot remember who it was with, but they would have won. and got. If they would have won, they would have gotten into the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's – yeah, that's the Saints, man. They, you know, just break your heart every time. It's uh, it's pretty, pretty, pretty painful being a Saints fan. Hey, you did have, you know, you did have that that little bit of time with Drew Brees and and with the Super Bowl, so it hasn't all been doom and gloom. 
I understand in, in two calls that should have one that should have been made against Adam Thielen and the pass interference call against the Rams. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's two 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 missing Super Bowl appearances for the Saints. That's true. That's true. It has been some of the some of the more recent headlines have been of the more heartbreaking variety. Yes, yes. That, that, but, but like I said, when you grow up in New Orleans and you're a Saints fan, it's just it's not if it's going to happen. It's just when that that shoe is going to drop. And I swear that when the Saints won a Super Bowl and then a couple of years later the Cubs won the World Series, I seriously thought the four horsemen of the apocalypse coming down the street because, baby, it's over. Saints Super Bowl champs and the Cubs won the World Series, I figured it was all over. Yeah, and then a few years after that was when was when Arkansas and Arkansas State started matching up on, on different fields of play. So that's like three horsemen right there. If we just got to, like one more and, and the world's going to end. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know what it could be. Maybe, what is it? Uh, who's got the longest truck? The Detroit Lions make a run in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl yeah. this year. Then officially put your head between your legs and kiss your rear end goodbye because you'll know it'll be over. Yeah, get right with the Lord. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, y'all have a great day. It's beautiful outside. Enjoy the weather. And, uh, you know, if all else fails... We always got radio shows. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for the phone call. Have a, Have a good afternoon, D-Money. <laughs> He's going to leave the phone line open at 930-3776. We're going to step aside for a break. And, and I'll tell you what, uh, I need to read an article during the break here because, of course, there was some big news Thursday and Friday last week on the show related to, you know, collegiate baseball gambling. Of course, Alabama firing, firing excuse me, their head coach, Brad Bohannon. And it looks like there is now an additional team that is – under investigation from their state's gaming commission. Again, these are breaking reports, so let me read through this. I will tell you, it's not a, a team in this area. However, this is a a big this is big news, in my opinion, when we're talking about gambling and sports. So I'm going to dive through this. It, it regards Iowa baseball, and we'll tell you what we found out after the break here on The Ticket. When she's not watching sports, she's talking about sports. And when she's not talking sports, she's tweeting about it. All right, boys, how did I tweet on this thing? It's Kara Ritchie on the Workday Red Zone. There are major savings in May at Local Tire and Wheel. As we celebrate Memorial Day with Memorial Day deals all month long. All military veterans and all active military members get 25% off a new set of tires. And 25% off Tire and Wheel packages this month at Local Tire and Wheel. And in honor of our military men and women, all customers get 15% off a new set of tires or tire and wheel packages. Local Tire and Wheel is changing the way you buy your tires. With easy payment plans to fit every budget, no credit check, everyone approved, and six months same as cash. Why spend all that cash today when we'll give you six months to pay? Plus, Local Tire and Wheel now offers referral cash back. When current customers refer new customers to us, we'll give you $50 in referral cash on the spot. And in May, all military members and veterans get 25% off. And all new customers Get 15% off. Local Tire and Wheel, 1518 South Caraway in Jonesboro. LocalTireandWheel.com. And on Facebook, search Local Tire and Wheel Jonesboro. The Red Wolves baseball team and businesses like yours have more in common than you might think. Both require strategy, teamwork, and technology to succeed. Just like the Red Wolves need a strong offense and defense to win games, businesses need strong IT systems to protect their data and keep their operations running smoothly. 
And just like a successful college baseball program requires a coach with a winning strategy, businesses need a trusted IT partner to guide them to success. So whether you're a college baseball team or a business looking to step up your game, turn to Calmer Solutions. We provide IT services for the modern workforce, and we've got the technology and expertise to help you succeed. Maximize your business's efficiency and play to win with Calmer Solutions. Hey, it's Brandon Baxter for my insurance agent, Rob Taylor, and his team at Rob Taylor State Farm. You'll get the best rates and coverage for you and your family with Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance. I mean, let's be real. You want the best coverage for the least amount of money, and there's no need to overpay. So whether you're looking for vehicle insurance, home insurance, renter's insurance, business insurance, or life insurance, make it Rob Taylor State Farm. Reach out to Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance and get a free quote today. Tell them, Carla. Eso es correcto, Brandon. Puedes agarrar los mejores precios y coberturas para ti y tu familia con Rob Taylor State Farm. Puede ser aseguranza para tu auto, casa, negocio y vida, incluyendo aseguranza para inquilinos. Hazlo con Rob Taylor State Farm y pregunten por Carla. It's Rob Taylor State Farm Insurance in Jonesboro at 2203 East Nettleton and on Highway 67 in Pocahontas. Call 870-520-6161 or search Rob Taylor State Farm on Google or on Facebook. Rob Taylor State Farm en Jonesboro y Pocahontas. El número para marcar es 870-520-6161. You can imagine how happy we all were. My wife, our three kids, and I have found the perfect apartment to rent. My school is right down the block? <laughs> yes, it is. Mommy, can we go to the park anytime we want? Anytime we want. So you can imagine trying to answer all their questions after the landlord turned us down. What happened? Why can't we live there? Why not, Papa? What was I going to say? The landlord doesn't want families with kids in his building? We made a call to HUD and found out that being denied because we have kids is illegal. We got answers. We got help. And we got the apartment. If you think you've been discriminated against because of your familial status, race, color, religion, national origin, sex, or disability, call the HUD hotline, 1-800-669-9777, or go to hud.gov slash fairhousing. File a complaint. Make something happen. Fair housing is your right. Use it. A public service message from the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. I feel so stuck. The Veterans Crisis Line is here for you. Dial 988, then press 1 to call. Giving you 110% and taking it one show at a time. Here's Kara Ritchie. Welcome back to the Workday Red Zone, 9303776. The number on the Right Fiber Hotline brought to you by Ritter Communications, bringing you the right speed at the right price. Right now, you can check availability for your area at rightfiber.com. Again, 870-930-3776. What's that one time your team did something truly stupid? Dumb, dumb, dumb. That's the KavanaughCars.com question. If you are a... Alabama baseball fan, you'd probably answer about that coach you just recently had that uh, decided to, you know, wager on your team and got fired for it. That would certainly be an answer. But look, the the fallout of of that is just starting. And already today we've got a concerning headline. Now to back up from over the weekend, uh, there were several Iowa baseball players that missed a weekend series 
against Ohio State. Now, I don't know how many ripples this made over the weekend because, like most people in this area, I care not even one iota about Big Ten baseball. But but uh, even though Iowa won that series against the Buckeyes, the news came coming from the weekend wasn't about who was in the series, it was about who was not in the series. Because, one, their starting designated hitter was out, a guy who's batting like 389. He was not in the lineup. There was a right-handed pitcher that had made like 18, 19 appearances that did not play in the series. And then two backup catchers did not play in the series. And there was a statement put out after the Friday night win stating, quote, due to a potential NCAA violation, we withheld some student-athletes from competition. We will have no additional comments as this is an ongoing investigation, end quote. That was a statement from the Iowa Athletic Department. Today, Darren Ravel, who of course has been a business and gambling type guy around college athletics for years and years and years and years and who currently works for the Action Network, has reported that the Iowa Racing and Gaming Commission has launched an investigation into Iowa baseball. There is not really any other report out there at this point in time. Iowa has not really issued any additional statement from their director of communications or from their athletic department. Uh, The director of the Iowa Gaming Commission did state, quote, this commission takes the integrity of gaming in the state seriously and is continuing to monitor the situation and will provide any additional information when available. So again, there's this report is out there, but there's not a lot of a meat in this report. But it is a situation that just bears monitoring. Since, you know, that news broke last week, there's been a lot of different people and places that have looked more into, you know, the marriage of, of gambling and college sports and what can be going on behind the scenes. And there was an interesting article that I read earlier today by Dennis Dodd of CBS Sports that talked about just how many investigations for different games are going on. Now, there are there, there is a group called U.S. Integrity, which, again, is the group that initially flagged some of the Alabama baseball bets last week that led to Bohannon's firing. But U.S. Integrity is who issues these alerts and... In college football, they are now issuing a massive amount of alerts every week. I didn't even realize this. But basically, they issue now somewhere in the neighborhood of 15 to 18 alerts every month relating to college football improprieties. Now, does they investigate these, so that does not mean that necessarily betting is halted everywhere. That does not mean that there is necessarily something something bad going on behind the scenes between behind every single one of these alerts. But it is significantly more that that got my attention. That's five games every Saturday that is having to be looked at deeper based on some type of gambling impropriety. It's, it's been a long time since we've had a major gambling 
scandal in college sports. It's been 10 years, 10 years since there was like point shaving going on. Um, with, there was an Auburn basketball player that was, that was indicted. But we haven't seen a lot of big public investigations as of late until, of course, Alabama baseball and now potentially Iowa baseball. But again, the, the conversations around this are, are just starting. Hmm, interesting. I'm still trying to kind of scroll through social media and, and read and talk at the same time to see if there's any follow-up for this. But uh, I don't really see anything right now. We'll continue to to look around. I tell you what, uh, let's dive into our last break. We need to take one. We'll do so when we come back. Uh, we'll wrap up today's show on all the things we we missed, which by the way was a lot. But uh, we'll see what we can throw at you before we call it quits today here on a Monday workday red zone. Keep it with us on the ticket. The only sports host around that has a dog named Crash Davis. And when you speak of me, speak well. Kara Ritchie on the workday red zone. Join NEA Baptist as they celebrate National Nurses Week. Nurses make up the largest single segment of the healthcare industry. And through their compassion, empathy, and selflessness, they make us better every day. So take a moment and thank a nurse today. NEA Baptist, healthcare for the next century. It's Mother's Day week, and nothing shows your appreciation for mom quite like a gift from Bennett's Flowers. Fresh flowers, blooming plants, and container gardens, a gift that will last and perfect to put at mom's front door. If you're in a hurry, you can find fresh Bennett's Flowers at the Truck Patch on Southwest Drive and Gigi's Cupcakes on Red Wolf Boulevard. And for custom orders and delivery, call 203-9824. Come by Bennett's Home Studio, 1350 Medallion Drive in Jonesboro. Visit Bennett's Flowers on Facebook and Bennett'sFlowers.com. Bennett's Flowers, your friendly neighborhood florist. Play it against sports wants to pay you money. Now that I have your attention, Play It Against Sports in Jonesboro wants to buy your used sports equipment. You heard me right. If you have something that's either outgrown or no longer being used, bring it to Play It Against Sports now. They're looking for youth and adult baseball and softball equipment, golf, weights and workout equipment, disc golf, you name it. Play It Against Sports can turn it into cash for you. Go buy Play It Against Sports at the corner of Highland and Caraway in Jonesboro. Hytrol's mission is to create material handling technology and relationships that move the world. You see the mission statement being lived out pretty much everywhere at Hytrol. It's a pretty unique mission in that there's a greater purpose in it. Think about the idea of moving the world, everything that we use in our day-to-day lives, that our families use, everything is impacted by the work that we do at Hytrol. And so there's a bigger purpose there. Become a part of the Hytrol family. Visit careers.hytrol.com. Guthrie's Golden Fried Chicken Fingers, America's original chicken finger restaurant, is now open in Jonesboro. Come find out for yourself what the craze is all about. From the sauce to the chicken fingers, Guthrie's is the rage. Fried golden brown, you'll know it's the best from the first taste. But don't take my word for it. Try it out right now on Caraway, right in front of Kroger. Open Sunday through Thursday from 1030 to 10 and Friday and Saturday, 1030 to 11. 206-8215 to order out or inquire about catering. Guthrie's will make your event the best. More homes are using metal roofing than ever before. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies in Truman is offering discount prices to the public and has everything you need to install your metal roof. A roof from Discount Metal Roofing Supplies is built to last much longer than asphalt shingles going 40 to 60 years and beyond. Plus, it gives you durability to the elements and in the long run is going to save you money. Discount Metal Roofing Supplies, 200 West Main 
Lane, Building 39 in Truman, and call 870-418-0790. Hey, John G. for George Kell Motors in Newport. It's important to know people you can trust. Sure, there's a lot of places you can buy a vehicle, but there's just a few hometown dealerships left with honest local people that will be there for you when you need them the most. George Kell Motors is one of those dealerships. We've been helping our neighbors drive dependable vehicles and save money year after year. We're hardworking folks helping hardworking folks. George Kell Motors off Highway 67, exit 85 in Newport. George Kell Motors and GMC, we are professional grade. In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, We do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. You've already mailed it in at work today, so you might as well keep it right here. Back to the Workday Red Zone. All right, home stretch here on the Workday Red Zone, 9303776, the number to call if you want to get the last word in on the phones. Also, last call on the KavanaughCars.com question. What was that one time your team really did something dumb? I know everybody's got an answer. No matter how much you love your team, sometimes they go out and make a decision that's not that smart and, yeah, deserve to get kind of publicly ripped for it a little bit, but you can weigh in there. You can also check in on KavanaughCars.com, which is a one-stop shop to start your vehicle purchase. Uh, They've got all their inventory online. And then once you find the vehicle that you love, you can also go ahead and and do everything you need to do to get the purchase started as well. So just finding out what your trade-in is going to be be worth. You can go ahead and get pre-approved for your financing as well. Since I'm going to go out on a limb and, and assume that you will be financing and that you did not bet on Mage over the weekend in the Kentucky Derby. Now, clearly, clearly I'm still here. So I did not, I did not hit some kind of monster superfecta over the weekend that allowed me to call in. In fact, I don't think I bet on, on Mage at all. I, I checked my Oakland Anywhere account balance after the race and it was, it was down to $7 and 50 cents. So, you know, just, uh, I lost eight or so dollars over the weekend. I was just, you know, I like betting on the Arkansas Derby horses, the winners there. So I went heavy on Angel of Empire. And all he did for me was a show finish. So, yeah. So if you did, if you did hit that super fact over the weekend with Mage in it, who was a 15 to 1 long shot to win the Kentucky Derby. Then I'm guessing, I'm guessing you had a pretty good weekend. I can't remember what a Superfecta paid out, but it was, uh, it was, it was pretty, pretty good money. <laughs> I think it is, it's fair to say. 
Also, over the weekend, in addition to the Kentucky Derby Saturday night, I watched some Lakers Warriors. And had had a stellar game one in that series, right? And then now we've seen back-to-back blowouts with Golden State just cruising to a winning game two. And then the Lakers, of course, uh, just just having no issues, getting up big early on Golden State and, and being able to cruise to the finish there. It was not necessarily surprising to see some of the figures that led the Lakers to that win Saturday night. Uh, 127-97 was the final score there. But one of the reasons that the Lakers were able to win, stop me if you've heard this one before, was because they had a big game from Anthony Davis, 25-13. and 13. And again, he... Go back to the beginning of the playoffs. He has alternated a good game, good game versus not good game. Every other game, every other game. He hasn't even had like a medium game. It's either good or terrible for Anthony Davis. So I thoroughly expect, based on previous events, I thoroughly expect to get to see him get just completely outplayed tonight by Jamichael Green. Because that's what that's what he's doing. If if we see the first time, the first time we see AD put together back to back strong performances, I will pick the Lakers to win the NBA championship. But we haven't seen it yet, and uh, and the Lakers are nine games into the playoffs. Of course, several other people on that Lakers roster uh, played well in in that one. Saturday night, including, of course, LeBron James. Austin Reeves has struggled shooting for the past couple of games. I'm not I'm not super worried about him. Of course, if you go back to game two there against the Warriors, like everybody on the Lakers roster struggled in that one. But he does look, you know, he's shooting in he shot in game three like he was a little bit fatigued, right? Like it seemed like every shot was clanking off the front of the rim. And certainly, you know, he has played a significantly larger amount of of minutes towards the tail end of the season. Of course, he's now into significantly more games than, than he's ever played in a season in, in college or, or in his professional career. And also right now, he's having to chase Clay Thompson around, which is not an easy task at all. Now, overall, it worked for the Lakers again on Saturday. They held, I think the biggest stat there was they held the Warriors to under 30% shooting for three. And if you can do that, if you can keep Clay from going off, if you can keep Steph from going off, you're always going to have a chance. Steph finished with 23, but it took him 21 shots to get there. And after that monster night in game two where, where Clay was like eight for 11, he ended up being three of nine. From deep, so significant changes there, and uh, we'll see what happens tonight. That's on the slate tonight. Uh, got some additional NBA action coming up tonight. Actually, uh, of course, with that being the West Coast game, that won't tip off until nine o'clock. The first game on tap tonight is Knicks and Heat. That'll tip off at six thirty. Miami leads that series two to one. So NBA on tap tonight. Regular season. MLB on tap tonight. And uh, Darian Ford. On the Arkansas State campus. 
throw in that nugget with like 20 seconds left in the show. He visited Vandy last week, but uh, multiple reports that he's at A-State. Heard some reports that maybe even rolled into town yesterday. That would be a fun get for A-State and Brian Hodson. I hope we can talk about that more. <laughs> but, hey, that's a wrap on today's show. Appreciate all of the comments, comments, uh, comments, and phone calls and texts and tweets. And also for you all just kind of sitting through my Cardinals rant earlier this hour. Appreciate you putting up with me. Hey, keep it here. The Dan Patrick Show is on the way next. Follow by. The Drive at 3 o'clock. Have it here in the morning for the Front Row with Budro at 7. RWRC Radio with JC comes your way at 10. The Workday Red Zone returns tomorrow at noon. So for Ryan, for Alex, I'm Kara. Thanks for hanging out. Can't wait to talk to you then. Have a great, great day. Sweet baby, I need fresh air.